from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, my kind of fantasy, my kind of fantasy football is underdog fantasy. What do I mean? I mean, I know that a lot of you love the weekly oh, lineup and waiver wire and all these things. Me, I'm forgetful, okay? I travel a lot. I'm the type of guy that at 105 on a Sunday, I'm like, oh, I forgot to set my lineup. I'm such an idiot. Mm. That's why underdog fantasy is my type of fantasy. What is underdog fantasy? You draft your team before the season starts, and then you leave it, okay? It truly is, hey, did you get it right the first time around? That's my kind of thing. I can, I, I, I put my, my team out there. And then each week, I'm following it instead of making adjustments, things like that. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to have that that feeling in my stomach, that pit in my stomach. Oh, God, not only am I going to lose this week, but also all the people in my league are going to make fun of me. No, you don't have to worry about that with Underdog Fantasy. Go to underdogfantasy.com, get the Underdog Fantasy app, and right now play Best Ball Mania 3. Right now, there is almost 440,000 entrants into Best Ball Mania 3. What is this? Well, the buy-in for this is 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 extremely affordable. We're talking right now. We're talking $25 to get in, okay? You got to get in though by Thursday at 6:30. There's a $2 million first prize. Whew. $2 million first prize Best Ball Mania 3. To enter is $25 and a chance to win $2 million. Second place $1 million, third place $500. You get my gist here. Best Ball Mania 3 at Underdog Fantasy. So, again, underdogfantasy.com. Get the Underdog Fantasy app and use the promo code WESTPALM. One word. Use the promo code WESTPALM. It's all one word. Register now, and they're going to double your deposit up to $100 Mm. at Underdog Fantasy. So, they are basically giving you money for signing up. For you to win with Underdog Fantasy. It's the best fantasy. It's my kind of fantasy. It's Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com and the free Underdog Fantasy app. Ken Levick alive. ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey in on his Tuesday. WPTV News Channel 5. WFLX Fox 29. Still on the Banowitz Friday Night Lights. And he just wants to be disciplined. Uh, he, he loves Mario Cristobal yelling at his players. Kevin tweets in. With the Canes, it's called accountability. And it hasn't been in Miami for a long time. Bad penalties, missed tackles, dropped passes. Players got away with it. Strolled out there and just keep playing. Mario's been this way every second of his life. It's not fake. I'm not saying it's fake. Fake and performative are two different things. Yeah, like Mario Cristobal, I have no doubt when he sits in a living room, he is extremely authentic. When he's coaching, he's extremely authentic, okay? Discipline's a major part of his life. But you can discipline and also know that, hey, as many people see me bringing the whole defense together on an ESPN game to dress him down after one player commits a penalty after an interception, I know that Canes fans are going to see that, and that's going to set a tone. Mm. You can be performative without being fake. That's all I'm saying is Mario Cristobal is being performative. I think you guys said that I was taking the bait when you guys are taking the bait, going against the grain, thinking you're being trendy. This is he's not being trendy. Well, this yes, is, it is. Yes, it is. What, what the stance that you guys are taking, making fun of this guy trying to actually bring discipline and accountability, which again, I don't even no, get we're off just to. Pointing out, I think what is happened. where that's where you guys think you're standing on the trendy side of the fence here. When and instead of going, this is normal. This is, I'll put it like this. What? Where would he have hidden on that sideline? 
away from all of the camera, away from all the fans. Where could he have done it? And don't say after the game or before the game. No, no. Because his emotions are running high, and he needs to let that kid know that he was wrong and that well, he can't do well, that. Well, Where would he have done it separately? What was the safety's name again? I forgot. Cam Kitchens. Cam, Cam Kitchens, yeah. One Cam of the best Kitchens. in the country. Right, right. Cam Kitchens, and he's going to get dry. He's a good guy. Yeah, sure. Cam Kitchens makes the interception. He spikes the ball down, and he's right on the Kane sideline instantly. He literally spiked it because after he caught the interception, he was literally like on the Kane sideline, mm-hmm. didn't really think twice mm-hmm. of it, just threw the ball on the ground. I just grabbed the interception. Cristobal could have easily, right thereafter, grabbed him to the side and chewed him out or talked to him about what that was in that moment and then kept it pushing. Or, and if he wants to do the whole defense so then thing you and everybody watch- gather around. I'm surprised you weren't watching because he did grab him individually. I know, but then he got the defense. He got the whole, he, he, he got in setup form. He got in front of the defense and the whole thing, and then he gave his spill. What was he yelling again? Uh, do it, on, do the it scoreboard. on the scoreboard. Yeah, do it on the scoreboard. Do it on the scoreboard. That in itself, getting everybody gathered around and That's making it a moment on the sideline was performative. Him correcting the behavior is true to his mission. It's not fake. It's just yeah. performative in which and, that he did it. And this is my point. Like, Canes fans, just own it that you love the thought of the you having like swagger. It. You love the flash. You love the <laughs> the, the, the the brash behavior of the Canes. Uh, and you're going to sit there and you're going to tell everybody how much swag the you has. And then when you celebrate Mario Cristobal sitting down the entire defense and dressing them down and disciplining them, that makes you a hypocrite, and that's okay. You can be a hypocrite college football fan because you want your college football program to succeed. I don't, get, I don't get why people are offended. Like, just own it. If I was a Canes fan and I constantly put on fake turnover chains <laughs> and I'm constantly uh, uh, on stripper poles in the parking lot at the tailgate, and I saw Mario Cristobal dressing down the defense, and I'm saying, oh, my God, that made me feel good. You know what? I would be able to say to myself, boy, I'm coming off as a hypocrite, but there was something about that that fed me. There's something about that that appealed to me. I'm into that. I love I, I, I love a disciplined Canes team. And for that, that makes me a hypocrite, and it flies in the face of everything I've ever preached about the Canes, and that's fine because you know what? I want a 10-win season. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I think those, You're the one getting offended. Those people, no, absolutely not, because I'm not about the swagger chain or anything, and now I'm not going, I'm not, What's nothing I've done is hypocritical or whatever, the the, the turnover you chain. You forgot the name already. Man. Well, it's I'm just, saying the, the swagger, the, bro, okay. the braggadocious, the chain and everything. I'm not one of those guys who has now flipped or whatever. I just thought what I saw was normal TV, and I think that I've seen the Canes fans saying, oh, my God, this is awesome accountability, and I agree with your point, right? You're not allowed to say that because you guys were just rocking the chain, you know, four months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not even I agree with that. But saying, you know, he's catering to the fans and everything, I just think is wildly but, disrespectful but, to a guy who lives Theo, his life the way Mario does. But he don't give works. a damn who was around. Who okay. was looking. He literally could care but, less what anybody thinks. You, he wants to let Cam know and the rest of the dudes, whether you're on the D-line, the linebackers, no. But you're saying how it, it's going down straight up. You took I will it do something. so far. You took that so far that you're saying that it sent a bigger message than Florida State beating LSU, than beating an SEC team. Be- because I don't you think- use that as an example. Yeah, you realize where that's ridiculous, right? I, I kind of do, but at the same time, I don't think Florida State's relevant or a contender in the ACC, so I don't think they matter in this SEC. conversation. Or Florida State in they the ACC. Go, I don't think that they're you know a contender or anybody to worry about from especially from what I've saw. But I know it's only one game. So you're saying so- that their, their impact they made didn't didn't matter because they don't matter. Which is okay. Sure. I just, I'm trying to summarize. Yeah, I, w- yeah. I, would, I would say yes. That yeah, I don't think really we should take anything away from that game when we saw Florida do big things. And I guess if we're on that Miami train, 
that might translate over to contending in ACC, what we saw with changing discipline or, or having accountability, which they've never had in the years past. Uh, Leo tweets in, what happened to FAU against Ohio? I had FAU laying the points. SMH, bad performative ints. Listen, Florida Atlantic did not play. Like, they just did not show up in the third quarter Saturday against Ohio. They had a halftime lead, uh, and then Ohio scored 24 unanswered. Nikosi yeah, Perry I kept getting went crazy then. I know. It, was, it, it just kept piling on. Ohio just kept scoring. I know. FAU was better than Ohio. Should have won that game. Should have done it handily, except they, they learned a lesson in playing all four quarters. They, they did not lose. show up in the third, and then Nikosi Perry blew up, but it wasn't enough at the end. I, I was going to ask about the end. Game. So I did see them score, and they were down three with four minutes left. Mm-hmm. What happened then? Uh, then they got the ball back. And, wow. And uh, Yeah. Uh, and uh, so they had the ball with a chance to win with a minute 42 left, and the, the MAC officials decided to eat a flag on a fourth down uh, that should have been pass interference, blatant mm-hmm. pass interference, that on the broadcast I called ghastly the decision not to throw the flag. That is good play-by-play I like by that. your boy, uh, and FAU ended up losing. But that's fine. This Saturday, Southeastern Louisiana, uh, one of the best FCS teams will come into Boca Raton. Uh, yeah. 866-FAU-Wiles, uh, In a couple of minutes, ask Steve, Steve Politziner. He is the president of Good Karma Brands. We bring him in to bring some brains to the show every single week. He knows something about everything. He is a business mogul, a family man, and an outstanding pop culture and youth coach maestro. He'll join us here in just a couple of minutes. Now, one of the things that came up Friday, I'm on the bus going to Ohio with FAU, and we land in Columbus, and my phone is blowing up with college football playoff going to 12 teams, college football playoff going to 12 teams, and uh, 2026, this is going to take place. And for me, like that's great. I'm all about it. I've always thought the college football playoff should expand, but college football won't do the right thing. They don't have the guts <laughs> to give the 10 FBS conferences an automatic bid with conference champions, okay? That's they don't have tough. the guts to do that because college football is the only sport in the world where on its face, not every team has a chance to win the championship. In the NBA, even the Sacramento Kings, every November, have a chance to win the championship. In Major League Baseball, even the Miami Marlins have a chance to win the World Series every single year. If they won enough games, they could get into a playoff and put themselves in a position to win a championship. In the English Premier League, um, Aston Villa's terrible this year. Even they still have a chance, always, if they're in the, the Premier League, to win the championship. But in college football, if you don't play in a certain five conferences, you don't have a chance to win the championship. So for me, college football, 12 teams have the guts. 10 teams automatic bid, win the conference championship, two at-larges. What if one year Alabama's an at-large and has to go out to Utah State, the Mountain West champion in December? You know what that is? That's good TV. That's big-time money. Let's play some college football. Have the guts college football, but they won't do it. So because of that, 12 teams, big yawn. I am... you you've Big gone too far. Yeah, he wants a fifty-six and a half point spread in yeah. December between Alabama and Utah. I want every State. team to have a chance because you never know what's going to happen. No, no, we do. We do. That's the problem. But until we know, then, we know what's going to happen. That's the problem with your stance. It's like you can say you never know what's going to happen. You can say you throw the dart a thousand times and one times it lands on the bullseye. But at the end of the day, Alabama at Utah State is not good. So TV. what do we do? Should we just have Alabama and Georgia we, at a two-team playoff every single year? We gave you no, your audition. Sometimes Ohio State. Sometimes. We, 
Tom's Clemson. Right. We gave you your audition last year. We gave you Cincinnati. We gave you Michigan. Cincinnati, Here you go. Banks, banks, Cincinnati bank. lost by fewer points than Georgia did in the SEC title game to Alabama. C- Stop that. Cincinnati, and I think, again, so Cincinnati had a chance to win the national championship last year. And but it did took, they? It took nine years to finally get a group of five team in the playoff. If UCF was in the playoff in 2017, they would have well, won a playoff shouldn't, game. Shouldn't you be happy with the fact that they're expanding the 12, which means that every year group of five will be in it? Maybe. Every year group Maybe. of five will be in it. Maybe. They will. Isn't it the six conference winners and then the six closest ranked to them? But there's 10 teams in FBS. So why is it just six? How come four other conferences don't get a chance? Because they're not good. They don't want to throw. They don't want to throw the Marshall Thundering Herd in there versus Utah U here in December. But so again, the FBS then the the there should be five. There should be five conferences that go do their own thing then. Yeah. Because this (laughs) is BS. This is BS. College football is BS. Bull bleep. (laughs) I just don't understand why you would want to see the Charlotte 49ers. I'm gonna watch. Face. Oh, I'm mean, gonna watch. watch. We'll watch for sure, but wait, it's a, it'll be a. So wait, why is it when when like Mount Saint Marys? I don't even know what conference because they're it's in. Basketball and there's less players on the court. Oh come on! Yes, there's more. You're still getting 45 point lines because, in the NCAA tournament because Steph Curry could be on Davidson one year and they can make it to the Sweet 16. Okay, and you can have because Gordon this Hayward robust, could be on no. this robust mobile quarterback at Utah State of the Mountain West who's going to give Alabama fits. Guess guess what? They're going to have Will Anderson on one side and another top ten pick on the other <laughs> side, and he's going to be ass. Listen, listen. I'm not saying in the immediate it's going to work out, but Darren Ravel of all people, and I can't believe I'm going to this place. Oh, whoa. Darren Ravel tweeted on Saturday the following: You are, are not. you agreeing with you Darren Ravel? You are not. 20, you are not. 25 years ago Saturday, AP. Oh. They're the AP top eight college football teams were Penn State, Florida, Tennessee, Washington, Florida State, Nebraska, North Carolina, and Colorado. Going into the games last weekend, none of those teams were in the top 25. All I'm saying is that college football is cyclical. Yes. Just because you're on top for a decade or 15 years doesn't mean 15 years after the fact. When Nick Saban retires, it is a wild card. What's going to happen to Alabama? When Dabo leaves Clemson, it is a wild card what's going to happen. They said the same thing and about Alabama Bear And Alabama was bad for a long time and after then they Bear came back. And then they came back 32 yeah, years later. They always- I'm just saying this, and these power programs are going to always be relevant. They, even, they were bad for a while, but they still had some relevant years sprinkled in there. Like Clemson is out of nowhere, and they're going to be bad sometime, and then eventually they'll come back. Like These powerhouse programs and these blue bloods in college football – are always going to get the five- and four-star talent. All I'm saying is that if you're college football and you truly want a playoff that's representative of the the sport, Uh, be about it and get automatic bids for the conference champions. Make conference championships mean something. Oh, Ohio State's always going to get in now. Ohio State and Alabama are always going to get in. Great. Then give out largest to the conference champions championships because then the Big Ten season means something. Then, truly, the game against Michigan means something. It, the ACC title game actually <laughs> means something. You're not going to have this nonsense of, oh, if they lose, then they're still going to get in the top four. It's it's no big deal. We This game doesn't mean anything. No, 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 because then Clemson has to march out to San Diego State. <laughs> They're going to be. They're going to BYU. At large. They're going to BYU. Please stop saying these. Give schools. the automatic bid. Get the automatic bid to the conference champion. You know you sound like all ten of them. You sound like Carl Anthony Towns talking about we in Minnesota now. I'm just, San Diego State is not a daunting arena 
for any then, of these Then pal- fine, then you're going to hey. Kinnick. You're going to Kinnick Stadium. You're facing the Iowa Yeah, Hawkeye. maybe. Hey, speaking of Minnesota, maybe the Gophers win the Big Ten, and then all of a sudden, at-large Texas, with no depth chart, has to go up to Minnesota. Now we're talking. And then they're going to get that work in the snow. If now we're Minnesota talking. wins the Big Ten, Minnesota probably had a pretty good year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Minnesota's a good football but team. But are they a traditional year. power? You no. forgot You forgot to think about that they had to win the Big <laughs> they Ten. They had to win the Big Ten <laughs> They had to win the first. Big Ten. Make the Big Ten means make the make the conference championships mean something. The Big Ten conference championship should mean something. I'm sorry, but that it the, doesn't because Ohio State with one loss, even if they the last couple of years, even if they've lost the Big Ten title game, they're still getting into the playoffs. Tr- That's nonsense. So make the Power Five conference championships games mean more without making the Group of Five championship games mean just then as much. Tell, then the Group of Five should be flipping off the Power Five, saying yeah, we're out working go. our own team. But you contract. can't win the Big Sky and get the same prize as the but Big Ten. Watch out! Watch out, boy! Until that happens, the Big Sky. That happens, big sky, you're a big sky guy. But, FCS. but the big sky is an FCS. Oh, tripping, and it, yeah. Until that happens, though, college football is an unequivocal farce. Until the, the the group of five moves away from the power five, then and the way the college football playoff operates, even if it's four teams, twelve teams, ninety teams, I don't give a damn. It's a farce until every team has a chance to win the national championship. Bet. Let's talk with Steve Pollard Senior. <laughs> it's Ask Steve's. Bet. No cap. Steve Pollitt Senior is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's on Ken LaVick Alive. You've got mail. He's big brained, he's big time. He's Steve Pollitt Senior, Ask Steve's here on Ken LaVick Alive. Um, uh, Steve, thank you as always. Uh, how much college football did you watch this weekend? Dude, I feel like I just need to give you a second to gather yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I swear I had an, I just had an aneurysm. Are I'm like okay? recovering right now. He's now fully I'm red. Yeah. He's yeah. red right now. Can Boy. we get, you know, we may need, I know we have some phenomenal healthcare partners. Like, do we need one just standing by in studio <laughs> at all times? You I, sound like you're about to blow a gasket. Oh, God. Uh, I might need a teledoc. Yeah, I like where you're, what you guys are talking about on the college football. I watch, you know, I watched a bunch of college football this weekend, of course. I mean, why not? Between, you know, the excitement of the beginning of the season and to see how this whole thing plays out, uh, and of course. And plus, I'm in like 12 different college football confidence polls and mm-hmm. pools and, you know, at this point. Um, Kenny, I, you're going in the right – I think you're in the right direction, but isn't this all, overall in the right direction? But I have two issues still – college football you're never going to have an equal playing field if you release preseason ranking right exactly like the nfl baseball there's no preseason ranking. there shouldn't be anything so week four. automatically yeah week yeah. four should no, be the first why, rankings i don't know about week ever like if you truly are is that then you should just you know like everyone should just play out um that my second certainly not until late, later in the season my other thing is I was hoping when they expanded it, they'd end conference championships. I hate conference championships. You want to make every week count? Don't have conference championships. Sure. Make every week count. I'm in. Um, is th- this? Th- to me, that th- a conference championships are what completely this, undermines this every week count. This Not is collusion. I agree. I completely agree. Hold but let, hold on, uh, Mr. Capitalist Theo Dorsey, yeah. who says, give get, get the conferences all the money they possibly Steve. can, all the exhibition games they can have. Go Steve, ahead, Theo. Come the floor on. is Steve, yours. Steve, you're a money man, and we all work in the media business. Are y'all questioning why they have preseason polls and conference championship games? 
It's all about yeah, money. So what, what are we doing? Of course, yeah. Well, that's we what know that's always pockets. the answer. And we, we, we know, but that, that doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean every, oh, right. everything that's always all about the money. You do every single you're thing you're that's always be a all about the money. Man. I thought this. Yeah, was, but, I thought you were you, a crude businessman no, that was going to tell me about inflating I, my wallet. You know what I'm saying? This is about the bank. I, 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 I am, and I'm going to tell you the best way that you do business is you also have integrity oh, for your sport, oh, and you also have, you know, for your you know, fans. Fans, have, you know, I am no Bud Selig fan. I think that was uh, for anyone who listened to me for the ten years I was on the radio might have known that. I don't know if any of them uh, even remember <laughs> that I was on then. But um, the one thing you would always say is you have to start the year with. You know, hope that every team mm-hmm. has hope. I have a chance if everything goes my way. To me, the expansion is at least more of that. That you know from the beginning that teams are going to be able to have you know that, that you know that opportunity. Yep. So we're may, we're moving in the right direction, certainly. And how this all plays out is going to be really fascinating because you still also have to factor in. You guys keep saying you know group of five. Of course, it's still it's still power five and group of five. Isn't it really power two, yes. then the next three, and then everybody else? Yes. Yeah. And, and might it just be power two and everybody else? I mean, where it lands, it's the SEC and the Big Ten. And right now, um, if you notice, the ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big 12, the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are both racing to renegotiate their media rights right now because they need to do it with what they have in, in their conferences right now, not – in another year when teams may be continuing to leave, getting blindsided by not having the California, the biggest market, second biggest mar- media market in the country, to not have L.A., and now Pac-12 is trying to, you know, going to have to rene- renegotiate their media rights. And that's, to me, like the real fascinating story. So even when you were saying it, you know, Power 5, I, I, it's a Power 2 now. I'm I'm okay with you guys having hope and wanting to expand it and wanting teams to go into the season thinking they have a chance. But while you're doing that, I need you to admit that nothing's going to change. That when those teams do get to the final eight and they do see Michigan and they do see Alabama, I just want to hear you guys admit that you know what the scoreline is going to be. But isn't it like we can? I I want them to be in there. I want the Marshall Thundering Herd. I want them. Woo! And I'll watch (laughs) that first game. But when they get to the final eight and they're sixty-eight and a half point underdogs to Alabama, then let's just you know I probably won't turn on the TV. That's fine. But you know what? I just want to hear that. You know what offsets that for however long it takes for finally a big upset to happen is the massive focus on if there's still conference title games or the last games of a regular season where you have like FAU. They played in the Conference USA title game twice in three years. Okay. They never had more than 15,000 people at that stadium. Want to know why? Because, oh, you win it, and it, you, you, Lane Kiffin holds sure. up a trophy. You know, if that thing would be filled, if you win the Conference yeah, USA title and the next stop is going to play USC, people rushing the field, the visuals, the same things we love about college basketball, you're no getting doubt. that in college football. And, Steve, I think that's important to the sport to have that aspect alive. Uh, yep, and that you're right, and that's where Theo's point is is – accurate like they're willing to expand they're just not willing to give everything over just yet i think i'm always in like change takes a long time progress takes a long time is this progress or regress ken it's progress yeah. it may not be the level of progress that you want but it wasn't like it's it's getting you closer to there and you're seeing now look how quick this is changing this stuff is changing fast it might change again they have to see where the conferences settle Right? Maybe SAU right. is in the Big 12. Like, who knows oh, where, come on, where UCF. everything happens? Where are you at, UCF? We're coming for you. <laughs> As Steve's here on Ken LeVick Alive. Uh, so, 
I need you as a leader. Okay, you've been a leader of people for a long time. All right, say somebody, uh, somebody isn't performing up to their standards. They make a mistake. There needs to be some discipline. You're a very direct person. Okay, would you bring that person off to the side and address them directly, or would you have everybody in that person's <laughs> department? Uh, in the middle of the office, and and uh, make sure that you're directing uh, your your anger, your disappointment to all of them collectively. How would you handle that as a leader? And I'll wow. tell you why in a moment. What a way to tee that up. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, it's a very broad question, but um, I would only give the direct feedback. Uh, first of all, if their manager preferred that it didn't come through their manager, or their manager gave every effort you know, to, to be able to do that. So I think hierarchy is very important or else you never know who you're really working for or working sure. with. No, I think so, that's a great yeah, point. So it starts there. Uh, so the reason I bring this up is uh, in Miami's win over Bethune-Cookman on Saturday, Cam Kitchens, Miami's safety, intercepted a pass uh, and picked up a 15-yard penalty for celebrating it. And Mario Cristobal brought the entire defense over to dress down the entire unit for a mistake that Cam Kitchens made. And to me, and I like Mario Cristobal, I think it was performative. I think he's doing it on purpose to get uh, to, to get the fan base on board, to say it's a new discipline area uh, for, for Kane's football. I thought it was a bit performative. Stone got offended at that assessment. Theo agreed with yeah. me about it. I'm just curious where you stu- stand on that Mario Cristobal coaching approach. Oh, yeah, uh, but there's different. I, I'm with Stone there, and I saw it. And I do think, like, he is trying to make an imprint right there. And where is he? Where else is he going to do it so the most amount of people can see it? Meaning his fans, meaning his team, meaning the country, meaning um, recruits. <laughs> right there. So like, it's I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, there's always, isn't there always a bit of that yes. with a really yes. good coach? Yes. Doesn't he know that the eyes are on him? And the optics are on him. Isn't that the, isn't that what makes that was my okay, point? Do, you, do we do we not think that Nick Saban exactly. is not only when he's giving a message, he's thinking about the cameras, he's thinking about the recru- high school recruit, See, he's thinking Stone, about the coaches. It's okay yeah. to admit it, Stone. I, I, Don't be offended by it. I think it's just a little disrespectful <laughs> to guys like Mario and guys like Nick Saban who could literally give a damn about someone's camera and the fans that are watching. But that's part these of guys the game. are wired differently. These guys are built differently. But There's some of these guys. The they're no, playing the game. That, they're not. But Mario, no. these guys don't care. They do care. They do. They don't no, it's care. the opposite. It's the opposite. It's cute that Stone is still <laughs> oh, like you know, a pure fan, but it's the opposite. <laughs> it's that they do care. They just care about the whole. They're CEOs. I mean, that's what being a coach yeah. in college football is. You're <clears throat> CEO. You know, in addition, like they're not. Uh, I'm sure various degrees, different of them are heavily involved in X and O's. It's not even reasonable to expect them to be able to do that. They're selling the program, and they're trying to win today and tomorrow. Uh, I want to get to a question from one of our fans, Steve Politino. Ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. This is Luis in Riviera Beach. He asks, Steve, when you're home for a football Sunday, what's the food setup? <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't say there's a – I wouldn't say it's like a organized, thought-about sort of thing when you got, like, kids running in all directions and – you know, different sports. I, I'd say, first off, I was just talking about this with somebody yesterday. It, I love, like, that my kids love, and I'm speaking about probably a lot of people's kids now, love football and that they love fantasy. Right. We've had, like, six fantasy drafts already, and I have three more this week, and it, like, never ends. Um, 
But it's been at the cost of a little bit of, I believe, fandom. Now, mm-hmm. I'm, I grew up a Giants fan. Um, still, still pull most for the Giants. Obviously, root for of so many of the teams that we're in partnership with and um, and have relationships with. Now, and generally, when the Giants don't suck like they sucked the last several years, <laughs> you know, you can catch a lot of their games on as well. Um, but it's that balance of like wanting to watch Red Zone versus no, I actually want to watch a game. And like the kids are like, why would you watch a third and six from their own 38 yard line. That's not the red zone. Like as if like you're, you're, you're What's not this allowed to watch field nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen this. Mid- <laughs> you know, I've never seen this midfield. So I'm trying to digress on the food question. The answer, there is no, it's, there's no particular food. It probably depends on the time of the game that I'm watching. Um, will we be, you know, where will we be and and when? So I'm not the best to give like a great recommendation on food, I would build one thing I, with football, though, is you got to build it around. Like if you're watching your team at that time, like in the traditional way, and your team plays at four, you have to condition your significant other to be like, like we're not going out for dinner right. at six. Right. <laughs> it's right. happening. So one thing I would say is pretty understood in my house is when whatever dinner is, it will be eaten while we're watching um, the conclusion of four o'clock games, um, and it will not involve me or anyone that's watching football getting off the couch. Yep. So yep. I think that is that, that it's about setting those expectations. That's a great call. And in a similar vein, this Sunday I've got a ten thirty appointment Disney on Ice FLA Live Arena. Then it's right to the couch. We've got the whole thing planned out mm. right there. Ten thirty home by twelve forty five, and bam, one o'clock Dolphins Patriots. Let's go. It's it, it it's got to be an understanding though between significant others. I'm completely, completely with you. And I only have, Theo, one standard food set up, a little bit of sipping tequila on Sundays, and then we figure out the menu like oh. that morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, nice. I'm more refined in my older age, Steve. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. I like how you say it, too. Yeah. The, sipping the sipping tequila, tequila. well done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, 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 though, there are all levels, and this is how you can judge a lot of um, relationships. There are the, like, well, hey, significant other, Beginning at one o'clock until like the end of the night. Goodbye. Like I see you. Oh you know, yeah. Like, I'll I'll fend for myself food wise. We both may be physically like here, but I will not be able to. If you ask me a question, assume it's in one ear and out the other. That's like the extreme, right? Mm, sure. Then there's even more. Like I'm watching football all day, and here's the meals that you can serve me at these times, which I think is a little um, caveman, <laughs> yeah. a, little arch- you know, a little archaic, a little, a little. right? Then there's, then there's probably what I think is more reasonable now. Hey, I'm going to watch during this time, whether it's my team or the team I bet on or the team I have a lot of fantasy players on or you know, whatever, whatever the reason is. Um, but then I'm going to be available for these couple hours for us to do whatever. Maybe you don't watch the 1 o'clock games because you do go to lunch or you go to Disney on ice or whatever you're doing, but the 4 o'clock game is very important to you you got to communicate that. Yeah. You've got to make it clear. I, I found that that, that the uh, spouses that don't like or really understand, well, like they don't know why, 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 why are you unavailable at 1 o'clock today, but you're unavailable at 4 o'clock. And what is this random Sunday where you... Oh, I think we lost Steve. I think I think that uh, maybe maybe his wife cut the phone line. Yes, she said. She got the. Oh, it, he, he said uh, he, he was insinuating uh, that 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 the woman serves the man of significant <laughs> other at certain times during the day. We're cutting that phone line. We'll get Steve back on here. Sorry, Whoa. Steve, you got cut off. We, we thought that uh, we thought that anyway. Stacey cut the phone line after your uh, your your. <laughs> 
your comment about SOs serving uh, serving meals at certain times uh, during the afternoon. No, well, okay. she, yes, my she certainly doesn't fall in that category. Good. Uh, she's like, what football? All right, later. Uh, <laughs> when does the season end? Okay, <laughs> let me know. Yeah, when that ends, and then you know, then you also here's the other thing. Let's say Ken, like for you, it's going to be about Dolphins first. Yeah, right over over fantasy yep. or gambling. Yep. So, do you already have the bye week circled? You know, do you already know, hey, this is the one day where I can get some equity back, where I can deliver big, um, where I know, like, what, what's on that day? Is that the day we're going apple picking? Is that the day we're going busy on ice? Like, how can I take, get, how can I use that bye week to win some, to win some points back during that, you know, during this long football season? where a lot of uh, husbands tend to disappear. Well, actually, my wife is extremely pro-football. So if I brought that up to her, like, hey, we should go do this on a Sunday, I think she would push back on that. Even if the Dolphins were on a bye week, I think there'd be pushback because she legitimately enjoys watching football on Sundays. It's part of her routine. And you know where we bond are the two FAU bye weeks in the college football season where I go with her and use her other Kane season ticket. Mm. Uh, And so that's where the bonding happens there. Yeah. So it's really the fall is all football. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And that's Theo's got to figure that out too. Hey, you know, these, yeah. these young relationships, you got to have it established. I'm, you know, I'm in a tough spot. Are you a Saturday <laughs> guy or are you a Sunday guy? I've had you know, to that's pick. That's very hard to be. Yeah. Yeah. I've had Most to pick in the do. past. Yeah. Wait. This year I'm trying to do both, and uh, y'all just keep me in your prayers, you know? <laughs> thoughts, thoughts and prayers. Because my, <laughs> my fiance wants nothing to do with any kind of football or sporting events watching from the couch. Can especially. we try and convert her? Depending on the like sporting event, will we she need come to. on and we try and talk? We her need into it? to all because right. she is all the way out. In fact, she was trying to watch The Bachelorette uh, last night and the night before. I think uh, as I was trying to watch some football. So yeah, what do you only have one TV? Yeah, well, we so have what's wrong? TVs, I don't see what what's what's wrong with that. She I also likes. She's happy watching The Bachelorette. She likes to watch together too, so she's one of those like she she wants to whatever oh, we're doing it has to, to be to together. Understanding it, there, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. during football season, oh, maybe God. we just need uh, a little bit of separation uh, of church and state there. Wow. <laughs> now, what you're gonna have to do is pick that one show that she likes to watch with you, and you're just gonna have to grind through that on the weeknights. Yeah, or maybe maybe yeah. if there's like a window on Saturday afternoon. I mean, and you guys are also Theo. You work on the weekends. I know. Ken, you're the voice of FAU. Like like you. Neither of you have routine lives. Nope. But it is, it is it everyone doesn't matter. Everyone is in that same, you know, like predicament with, you know, the spouse factor when it comes to football season. My thing, just make sure you have the talk. I always go back to that communication. Communicate. Make sure you have the talk mm, yep. of this is my, look, I, I made the, the biggest mistake ever. When I first, when my, when my now wife first moved to Florida, for me, like moved to Florida, it was in, it was in January, it was the third week of January. Well, you know what always used to be the fourth week of January? Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Right. So she, or, you know, beginning of February. So she'd say, she moved here. She's like, all right, I moved here. We didn't, we weren't living together, but we were um, spending a lot of time together. And she said, okay, so what do you do for the football, for the Super Bowl? And I was like, go to it. Bye. (laughs) What a flex. See ya. I go, I I was like, I go for a week. I probably should have clarified that, (laughs) Um, uh, you know, early on. It was definitely a mistake by me. Um, uh, fortunately, she, you know, ended up at a Super Bowl party and ended up going to that same Super Bowl party for years and years. So, um, because I was going for work, you know, back then, and, and, um, and so, but I, I, that was my mistake. 
So you have to make sure that you have those uh, those discussions. And that is the biggest flex that Steve has ever laid down in <laughs> Ask Steve's. Mm. She asked me, what do you do for the Super Bowl? And I said, go to it. Mm. That was awesome. Steve, <laughs> I'm inspired by that. Steve Palatina, <laughs> president, Good Karma Brands. He joins us every week to just make us smarter and give us the perspective that you need to have. Ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. Steve, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. All right, that is Steve Politziner here on Ken Levick Alive. When we return, the Temple of Troll. Mm. Theo has someone or something in his sights. Who is it? We'll find out when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive. On ESPN 1063. What's the sport we could get Ashley into easiest? Mm. Uh, I would have to say it's between football and basketball. Oh. Tennis, actually, she likes. But uh, it's not. It's not going to no. be. Yeah. Maybe uh, you think between college and NFL. My my girlfriend has the argument that tennis is a lot easier and more fun to watch than football and basketball. Yeah. No, no but that doesn't make Theo's life any easier. That would just add another thing that yeah. I'm watching more. We, I think uh, we got it. We got to try and make it football. We need to do a liner with a college team, the pageantry of college yeah. football. Or, hey, baby, if you truly love me, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Sunday, you got to give me Sunday. Chiefs came. You just got to communicate. You yeah. gotta follow all the air raid teams in college football, maybe, where yeah. there's constantly stuff happening on the offensive side. Like constantly the ball's in the air. There's turnovers, there's touchdowns, there's flashy graphics. Cause the putting the ball on the ground and running it for two yards, That's three tough. yards. She's not gonna ever like that. Yeah. My, my girlfriend she can't watch it. She's like, Why am I watching this stuff? And basketball's a foul every single time you go down the but court. I'm not watching it. I think that if you give her her shows during the week you watch him with her. That many shows you give her, she owes you that many to sporting events. Yeah. It's all equity come the weekend. Yeah, I build it up during the week. Yeah, and then come weekend, it's it's my time to gain some yeah. return on that investment. It's all about give and take in a successful <laughs> relationship. Yeah. All right, we're gonna figure this out, and we're gonna see what we can what we can sell Ashley on. Uh, hey, I think financial. They are proud supporters of ESPN West Palm's Top 63 Awards. The I Think Financial Changemaker Scholarship recognized a deserving student-athlete. A $2,500 uh, $2, scholarship from the I Think Community Foundation. Their foundation's mission, improving the lives of children and families in the communities they serve. If you don't like your bank, come experience why their members love I Think Financial. For more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial, moving you forward. IThinkFI.org. I Think financial. Theo Dorsey, well, he is just going to spit all over your team, whether it's your fantasy team, your favorite football team, your favorite college football team, your favorite athlete. He's not just going to disrespect you. He's going to FaceTime you. He's going to look you in the eyes. He's going to get you to a bar so he can trash talk you in person. That's what Theo Dorsey does. He has no remorse. He has no shame, and he wants you to feel nothing but shame. He is truly the biggest troll we know. It is time now for Theo Dorsey's Temple of Troll. Congregation, it's time to hear the good word. He prays for your sports pain. Rocio then rejoices and preaches pettiness. Theo Dorsey is in his bully pulpit in the Temple of Troll. Mm. The best part of that is... When Stone can't find the open, so I just keep talking <laughs> until Stone can actually hit Theo's open. It sounds about right. It's yeah. a master class. Just yeah. a peek behind the curtain. I just keep going until Stone gives me the thumb up as he desperately searches his email. All right, well. Theo. 
Where are we going? Look, man, and I, I love to do this because a lot of my family is in the midst of the fan base I'm coming after. But in sports and in life in general, there's nothing I love more than a good tease. Then a good tease, <laughs> watching someone get teased and then get let down. Um, and, and we got that this weekend from those Bayou Bengals and your fans oh, in that stadium. Man. And the funny thing is, I mean, again, I, I'm a guy, I have a fiance now, so I, I I can't just go out and recreationally go get teases. Right, right. You know, I can't go to the strip club. Yeah, you've signed signed that away. Yeah, I've signed that away. I, I can't go to a recruiting visit with Brian Kelly and, and get a tease <laughs> from him either. <laughs> Sit on his lap, I take a turn. Yeah. I, I can't get that. So at least I got it from the LSU Tigers who get the fumble recovery on the one-yard line with under a minute left, and then they march it down that field. Boom, pass play, step out of bounds, spike the ball. We're getting over here. We get out of bounds on the right sideline. We're working it all the way down the field to the one, two-yard line, a second left, throw the touchdown, one point away from tying it up, sending it to overtime. Those LSU Tigers? In the national spotlight with Brian Kelly, his debut coaching game, just to get that extra point blocked. And have Mike Norvell and the FSU Seminoles storm in the field and celebrating a win that should have been yours. Or maybe it shouldn't have because you're LSU and you've gone to ruins ever since the Joe Burrow year. Yeah, Tigers fans, you had the game in New Orleans, in the Superdome. Everything was supposed to go your way and it didn't. And I'm laughing at you because you got a big tease and you're not even getting recruited by Brian Kelly. Oh, I love it. LSU, the subject of the Temple of Troll. That's a good call. Like LSU to the equivalent of, of you're looking across the bar and you see this, this this hot, busty brunette, right? And she's got her mm. finger on her lip. And then like she's kind of she kind of brings that finger down and you're like, oh, look at that cleavage, man. Like that's good Oof. stuff. And then she walks over to you and kicks you right in the curl. <laughs> Oh, I it love was almost that. one of the greatest drives of the college football season, and it turned into just eh. turned into a swollen right football testicle. Eh. Perfect, I love it. <laughs> Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit BaptistHealth.net/slash/ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit BaptistHealth.net/slash/ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices convenient. Conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. When we return, we will continue to discuss some college football. Also, I'm trying to decide, Stone, if I should bring it up, at least what's going through my head. We'll I decide we in the break. We'll decide in the break because this is going to take some doing. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I don't need a burner Twitter account like Kevin Durant, Stone. I put my name on everything. You just tweet at the wall casually 100,000 times a day. It's fine. Mm. There's nothing soft about me. I put my name on it. (laughs) Apples, oranges. I put my name on it. Kevin Durant, soft. Your account past 8 a.m. is very well just a burner account. 
just tweeting <laughs> at people Jonathan. trying to stir the pot for flying on my the My name's Jonathan. There's a lot of dumb I need to point Ken, out on Twitter, Ken LaVica okay? After Dark is a burner account. <laughs> Ken LaVica After Dark. After Dark. Uh, after Dark in your home, you want to make sure that your air is working. It's hard to sleep when your air conditioning is down. That's why you need EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. Been doing it since 2006. Servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. They work appointment times around you. They're not holding you hostage. Because right now, this time of year, it is so miserably hot. It is disgusting outside. You take one step out of the air conditioning and you melt. If your home, your condo, your business feels like that, that's problems for a multitude of reasons. EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. That's EDS. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there. Okay. And I guess my first question is, does anybody listening right now know somebody who will fly a plane with a banner on it that will be affordable, like a couple hundred dollars? And I'll explain. The Patriots are practicing at Palm Beach Atlantic tomorrow, Thursday, Friday. Okay? I need to find a way to send a message to them while they practice that Tua is going to get them and hand them that L. Mm. And I want to do it on behalf of the show. And I want to do it so over the top that the Boston media covers it. I need, I need the world to know Ken Levick Alive believes in Tua, and Ken Levick Alive has made sure the Patriots know that Ken Levick Alive believes in Tua. Mm. If you know anybody that will fly a plane with a banner on it, and is a certified pilot who does these sort of things, okay? We <laughs> not, don't need, not your cousin Joey. Yeah, exactly. We don't need that dude in Jackson, Mississippi, driving or, uh, or uh, uh, Tupelo, Mississippi, who, who hijacked that airplane over yeah. the weekend, threatened to crash into a Walmart. No, we need like a pilot. Um, but... We need to find a way, whether it be a huge banner on a plane or a huge banner we can hang by a local business, by Palm Beach Atlantic, yeah. or someone who's willing to put a huge speaker on their car and go out as close as you can to the practice field, um, like, you know, within reason, um, but but have us on the air uh, pumping up Tua while the Patriots practice. We need to find a way to get out there to send a message to the Patriots while they're at Palm Beach Atlantic. I don't know how to do this. But I want to do it. And I've had so many ideas going through my head. Mm. This is a prime opportunity, Theo. It's not every day that the Patriots are practicing in your backyard about to take that L from the Dolphins. Yeah. You only get this once no, a year. Maybe once every decade. Oh, for them to be practicing yeah. here as well. Yeah, They're yeah, coming yeah. to get acclimated to the heat. It's not all the time they play an early season game down here. Does anybody know anyone who is a pilot that would put a banner on their plane and fly it over Patriots practice? Mm. Affordable. Like I'm talking a couple hundred dollars. Maybe I'll buy you a couple nice dinners too. It'll be worth it for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, pay, we'll, pay, we'll pay for the gas for the plane to get up there. That's that's really what we had to pay for. But what what is it like? I just need something with an affordable going rate. And I'm not going to tell my wife about this until like we're, there's a deal on this because it's going to be easier to ask ask forgiveness than permission on this. <laughs> you got to. You got. But to. I want something over the top where the Patriots know Tua's going to come get that backside on behalf of the show. Yeah. I mean, am I out of line? Is this a bad idea? I would love the dol- a picture of a dolphin taking a Patriots backside. Same thing. <laughs> Whatever we can no, do. I don't want this to be crude. I just want them to know <laughs> that Tua, to like, Tua's going to hand him that L. Is a this Patriot. a bad idea? Is this a bad idea? Are we? Uh, am I doing too much here, or should we pursue so. something? <laughs> I don't want anybody to get arrested. You'll probably get kicked off campus, but not arrested. I don't know. We'll talk about it tomorrow. we got to do it quick. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.